0: Hey friends, welcome to living the KG life a pixie dust filled podcast on today's episode We are going to talk about one of my favorite restaurants on property Topolino's Terrace, so stick around. It's gonna be great Now, if you know me, you know a couple things about how I like to eat at Walt Disney World. One, I love character dining. I will do character dining for the rest of my life. I think it is so much fun, brings so much Disney magic, so much pixie dust. It is the way to go. The other thing you might know is that Topolino's is one of my favorite, still new-ish restaurants at Walt Disney World. Topolino's opened I think in 2019 so it's still a couple of years old but still on the newer side especially if you haven't been in the last couple of years. You are going to want to make sure that Topolino's is on your list to eat at during your next trip to Walt Disney World. Let's go through our dining review of Topolino's Terrace. You'll hear both on this podcast but also in general a lot of people will just refer to it as Topolino's. The official name is Topolino's Terrace flavors of the riviera and it's located at disney's riviera resort which is over in the epcot resort area i will save a lot of the details about the resort itself for when we can do an actual resort review of the riviera it is an absolutely stunning resort even if you one are not a dvc member two you're not staying there or three you're not even eating there i highly suggest you take a trip over walk around the resort is absolutely beautiful the lobby. There's a little lounge in there. Definitely go check it out. It is fantastic. So more to come when we do an official resort review on Riviera. But today, let's talk about Topolinos. And there are two different meals you can have at Riviera. One is breakfast. Two is dinner. I'm going to split them out into two separate dining reviews because the experience is so different. So for example, if you went to Chef Mickey's, the character dining is the same or very similar regardless of when you eat. However, at Topolino's, breakfast is character dining, dinner is not. So we'll do these as separate dining reviews and today we're going to talk specifically about breakfast, which is my absolute favorite meal to have at Topolino's. On My Disney Experience, it is listed specifically as Breakfast a la art with Mickey and friends. The atmosphere in Topolino's is stunning. You can tell the whole entire resort is new. You can tell the restaurant is new. It is just a really pretty, relaxing atmosphere and vibe. It has a really beautiful outdoor kind of terrace that you can go outside and get some fresh air, take in some beautiful views. Again, if you do eat at Topolino's, go check out that balcony, patio, terrace kind of area. It's really, really pretty. The entire resort, as well as the restaurant Topolino's, I pulled this up specifically because I love how they describe it, is it says, inspired by Europe, imagined by Disney. Some people say it's Italian. Some people say it's French. Some people say it's Mediterranean. They kind of leave it up to interpretation, I guess, I would say based on some of the language and things like that it probably leans a little bit more Italian but I will say I am no expert in that so I will go by their language of inspired by Europe and again the vibe the atmosphere of both Topolino's and the entire Riviera Resort is incredible. So as it says right in the name of the meal breakfast is with Mickey and friends. So this is a character dining experience and you get to meet four of our favorite pals. You get to meet Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, and Daisy Duck. And even all the way down to the character experience, they really lean into kind of this creative, artistic kind of vibe. So, Mickey, you'll see, is dressed as a painter. Minnie is like a writer or a poet. Donald Duck is a sculptor. And Daisy Duck is a ballerina. So, definitely leans into the arts, the creativity. Their outfits are so freaking cute. And as they do in a lot of the different character dining experiences, They will each come around to your table. You'll have an individual experience with them. And then they'll have kind of that group ensemble song and dance part as well. And I will warn you right now, the song from Topolino's will get stuck in your head and you will be singing it for at least the rest of the day, if not the next couple of days after you eat at this meal. The character interactions that I have had every single time I've eaten at Topolino's has always been so so good. And I've seen everything from having great character interactions myself, but also seeing sometimes the characters interacting with each other. I've seen some really funny ones I will never forget. I think it was with Tara and we were eating and we looked over and Donald was pretending to propose to someone at another table. It was her birthday and Daisy saw and Daisy was pissed. We laughed so hard. It was hysterical. They really played into it and played off of each other and they just did such an amazing job. And actually my last meal at Topolino's, which was during this marathon weekend trip was just as good. At one point, I was taking a selfie with Minnie and all of a sudden out of nowhere, Donald Duck pops up and kind of gave me the the bunny ears in our photo. And he was laughing, Minnie was laughing and they were just being fun and silly. And in a similar note, I was trying to take a video of Daisy who was doing some beautiful spins in her ballerina outfit. And Mickey just came out of nowhere and kind of leaned into the shot. And I ended up taking a screenshot of the moment when he kind of popped his head in because he like leans over in the side he was so close to my camera it's the new home screen of my phone because it's just so cute you can see daisy's like no and mickey's like hey what about me so again everything from individual interactions that i've had to interactions the characters have with each other to their overall little song and dance is always stellar at topolino's Your little ones will love it. The last breakfast that I just had, there was a couple different tables that had like real little ones and they were so excited. And seeing the just kind of like wonder and joy in the eyes of little kids when they see Mickey Mouse for the first time or even maybe the hundredth time is just so cute. And the characters all do such a great job and making sure the kids have a really great experience, especially when it's a character dining So it's a little bit more intimate. They get a little bit more time with them rather than, you know, kind of the quicker interactions that you might have in the packs. So overall, character dining at Topolinos, 10 out of 10 recommend. I would be shocked if it's not your favorite character experience because it's definitely one of mine. Let's talk a little bit about the menu. One thing to note. So again, we're recording this in January 2023. The way that my server described the menu my options this time was a little bit different previously it was like you could order a couple different meals if you wanted to this time she said you could order one entree in half or a portion of another one so it was kind of like one and a half meals I guess which was interesting so I'm sure there's probably a lot that we could dig into with that but we're not gonna do that today but that was how it was most recently described to me so I thought that was kind of interesting but you get a choice of an entree and it's pretty I would say standard breakfast food you have you know your two eggs, any style. You have waffles, you have a fruit plate, you have quiche. Again, as the menu is today by the time we're recording this, so I'll make sure to drop a link to the menus in the show notes. So if you want to take a look at it, should it change, you can take a look and see what's in there. They do also have a kids create your own entree section. They also have allergy-friendly adult entrees as well as allergy-friendly kids entrees. So if you're looking for restaurants at Disney, which I personally don't have any allergies. I do have some kind of like sensitivities to things, but specifically for allergies, Topolinas is a great option. I feel like they have a pretty good sized menu to accommodate that, which is great. And I do feel like there's definitely more of an effort across all the restaurants at Disney World, at least to accommodate more things like gluten-free, allergy-friendly and things like that. So Make sure you're looking out for those. It may not be listed in that main menu. Sometimes you know how they have like an icon that says gluten-free or allergy-friendly. A lot of times they'll have a whole separate allergy-friendly section as well as an adult allergy-friendly and a kid's allergy-friendly section. So make sure you look for those if that's something that you need for you or someone in your group. They do also have a few different coffee options, as well as alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages that you can choose from. When you're ready to eat and order, they will bring over this really cute, one of my favorite probably setups for kind of like the intro to your breakfast. It's almost like a little palette, like a painter's palette, and a bowl. It's like a ceramic kind of bowl with like some paint dripping off of it super cute goes with the whole vibe of the restaurant and in there's usually some pastries the chocolate chip muffins are my favorite in there but they have a few different types of pastries and then on the bottom they'll have a couple different things that you can either dip those pastries in or spread onto your pastries however you like to do it but that will always come out first and then you can hop in and choose your entree so this trip around what i ate which this is kind of like my standard i feel like breakfast food I did the two eggs, any style, which I went with scrambled, and that plate is actually pretty big. It comes with roasted potatoes, and then you can choose from bacon, ham, sausage, or a plant-based sausage. And then of course, I will always add in the Mickey and Minnie waffle dippers from the kids menu every single time I eat at Topolino's. Now, you might be saying, KG, what the hell is a waffle dipper? It is a mini, as in small, Mickey and Minnie Mouse waffle on a stick. So... They're like a little bit smaller than a typical Mickey or Minnie waffle. It's on a stick and they put, I think it's powdered sugar on them. It is so good. And it comes with a little side cup of syrup so that you can dip the waffle right into the syrup. What I really like about them is one, of course, I love Mickey waffles, but because they're a little bit smaller, it's not, it doesn't feel like a big whole nother meal. It almost feels kind of like an additional snack. Into your meal. So that's always my pro tip get the Mickey and Minnie waffle dippers with your meal. And as always, the food really is so good at Topolino's. Like I said, the meal that I just described is usually kind of like my standard meal for breakfast. I would say Topolino's does it better than anybody does on property, to be honest. It is just hands down, it's always good, it's super consistent. I've also had, I didn't get it this time, but I've also had the quiche, which was recommended to me actually by my server. She was like, you know, this was back, I would say, I want to say it was maybe early 2020. And she said, you got to get the quiche. It's really good. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not like a really big quiche person. And she said, that's okay. If you don't like it, no biggie. Just try it and let me know what you think. And I was like, okay, sure. So she brought it over and I tried it and it was delicious. So if you like quiche, Their quiche is also very good. And like I mentioned, I will do a separate dining review for dinner at Topolino's. I haven't eaten dinner there in a while, which is part of why I want to do it separate because I'd like to try next time I go and then we'll do another review. But again, the atmosphere and really the vibe of breakfast versus dinner there is very different, but they're both excellent. The other thing is the service is always 10 out of 10. I have not had anything less than a stellar experience with every server I've had at Topolino's. They are all so nice. I've had some really great conversations. Obviously, I'm down there for race weekends a lot. So I've talked to you lots of the different servers about Everything ranging from your general trip to the Riviera Resort, to run Disney, to food, and then to even some of the character experiences. So for example, this time around, I brought my medals with me. So I had Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy each sign the backs of my Marathon Weekend medals, which was really cute. Shout out to Samantha and Haley over at Two Park Princesses. They had done that a few years ago after a princess weekend. And I was like, ooh, I have to do that. It's just another way that you can find a creative, different souvenir or like addition, I guess, to your experience on a race weekend. Definitely a good tip. Either bring a shoppy with you or usually the servers will have one or could go grab one for you. But if you're going to a character dining experience, if you're doing a race weekend and the character that's on your medal is going to be at that experience, you can have them sign the back of the medal. And I had some really good conversations with the service about that kind of stuff, so another 10 out of 10 A plus service is always great at Topolino's. It sounds like everything is great, so what are the pros and cons of Topolino's Terrace? Pros: I feel like, again, there are so many pros to this restaurant. One, the food is excellent. Breakfast and dinner, food is excellent. Two, the service is always excellent. Again, breakfast and dinner, both really great. I've always had everyone from the first person that greets you when you get to the restaurant to the person that seats you at your table to the server that you have throughout your meal. Everyone is fantastic. Next is the views. The views looking out from Topolino's are stunning. Both the side where you can see the pool and kind of look over the resort to the whole rest of the area, it is really beautiful. If you're looking for a good photo spot right outside, like I said, it's kind of like a patio, terrace, balcony. I don't know exactly what to call it, but (laughs) they have one out there and it is really, really nice. Again, great photo spot. Great, just kind of like nice way to get fresh air and kind of chill out. Really great spot right outside Topolinos. And last but certainly not least, one of my most favorite parts of both Topolinos but just dining at Disney in general is the character interactions and they are always so so good at Topolinos again it has a little bit of a different vibe because Mickey Minnie Donald and Daisy are all in their kind of creative mindset so they're in super cute outfits you get both again that one-on-one experience when they walk around to your table as well as that group song and dance number as they go around the restaurant as well cons for this restaurant one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest, is that it's really hard to get a reservation. Topolinos is very popular. Again, I think because the food is really good, the restaurant is still fairly new for people that haven't really been going to Disney World that much in the last couple of years. A lot of people have heard how great it is and want to check it out. So it can be really difficult to get a reservation. So keep that in mind. However, and we'll talk more about the details about this in a minute, but there is a new, again, As of the time of this recording, January 2023, a new cancellation policy for the restaurants. Now, you might be thinking, okay, is that really a con for Topolino's? No, because it's across all restaurants at Disney World. So, really, they're trying to combat no shows and very late last minute cancellations. Totally fair. So, the new cancellation policy is that you have a two hour cancellation window. You have to cancel at least two hours before your. Reservation time, or you'll get charged $10 per person. That's an important part here. It's not like for a group of 10, if you know show, it's not going to be one $10 charge. It's $10 per person. So that's a really important piece. And if you're the one that books the dining reservations, you know that you have to put in or link a credit card to book and hold that reservation. That card will get charged. If you no-show or cancel past that two-hour window now while that's a con because it's hard to get a reservation and then two you don't want to forget to cancel that reservation if you need to that can definitely be a con as well but here's where kind of like that silver lining comes in is that because people are now more likely to cancel within that two-hour window you are also more likely to get a reservation last minute when they pop up And there are a few different ways that you can do this. One, the old school way where you can just stalk the My Disney Experience app. Keep checking if there's a place specifically that you know you want to go, like Topolino's. You can just pull up the restaurant, keep checking, keep refreshing, see if anything pops up. The other thing that you can do is there are two sites that I use specifically for dining alerts. One is Mouse Dining, which has been around for a long time really fantastic website to set up alerts. Basically what happens is you put in the restaurant you want to eat at, what time or a general time or a meal type, so like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And if something pops up, it will email you. And if you have a certain subscription tier, it will text you and let you know I'll tell you right now, it is well worth it to pay. It's like nine bucks a month, I think, leading up to and around in the week of your trip because so many people start to change around their reservations and change around their plans. You will likely get something. The other one that I use, which is new, and you should definitely check it out, and I'll make sure to link in the show notes as well, is called unlockedmagic.com. And this is through World of DVC, and it is a fantastic community that you can sign up for and we will actually probably do a whole episode on unlocked magic and the community and what's in there and what you can look out for but the dining alerts there are also fantastic so same kind of thing you put in the restaurant you're looking for meal type time all that and it will send you an alert if a reservation becomes available so i know that was kind of like con slash pro (laughs) or kind of like a con but here are some pro tips. So, that you can hopefully get some of those dining reservations. The last con, and I feel like this is a con in general, but I feel like I'm so used to it that it's just kind of like standard at this point. But like any other character dining, it's a little bit pricey. So, for adults, it is $45 per adult. So, if you think about someone like me who doesn't eat any kind of fancy breakfast, I get scrambled eggs with potatoes, sausage, and I get those waffle dippers. $45 is a lot for that for breakfast. So I always really think about the whole experience and I would encourage you to do the same. One, you get great service. Two, you get great food. Three, you're going to get a great character interaction. And especially if you're at the parks during a time where it's really busy, whether it's a race weekend, a vacation weekend, or just happens to be a busy week in the parks, Getting a great character experience in a restaurant is going to be far more likely than in the parks. Now, what I mean by that is if you meet a character in the parks, it's probably still going to be great, but they're going to be a lot faster because there's usually a line trying to move people through. Versus if you're at a sit down character dining experience, you will most likely, depending on how quickly the food comes out, how quickly you eat, all of that, you will likely see each individual character once if not twice at your table plus you'll see again that group song and dance number that comes around which is also really fun so that's where yes it's a little bit pricey do I think it's worth it for me personally yes if you're someone who enjoys character dining you will probably feel the same way if you don't like character dining it will probably feel expensive so that's the scoop on pricing and why I would put it in the con category because it is expensive and it really just comes down to if you feel like yes it's expensive but it's worth it. So one of the other questions that I've gotten a lot from people who've never been to Topolino's is where is it and how the heck do I get there? So Topolino's again is in the Riviera Resort which is over in the Epcot Resort area and you can get there by bus from the parks. Riviera is also on the Skyliner so you can get to Riviera from the Skyliner. Now, I've done a few different kind of bop around ways to get there. If I'm staying at a resort that's on the Skyliner, I'll just hop on the Skyliner and go straight to Riviera. Sometimes, what I've done is if I'm staying at a resort that's not on the Skyliner, is I'll take the bus to Hollywood Studios or take the bus to Epcot and then hop on the Skyliner and go to Riviera. It does make your transportation a little bit longer or kind of like your commute a little bit longer. But depends on how much of a rush you're in, if you're in a rush and you say, I don't have time to take the Skyliner or a bus and a Skyliner, you can always take an Uber or a Lyft and they can bring you right in there as well. And usually what'll happen is if you're taking any kind of ride share service, when you pull in, especially at the DVC resorts, you know, they'll ask if you're checking in, if you're returning or if you have a dining reservation. So you can just let them know you have a reservation at Topolino's. They'll let you right in and you'll be all set. So plenty of ways to get there, even if you're not staying at the Riviera. And again, I would highly recommend if you're not staying at the Riviera and you go to Topolino's, either get there a little bit early and kind of bop around, check out the resort, or after your meal, bop around, check it out. One of the spots that you need to go see is, and I don't want to get the exact like directions wrong, but it is going to be on the ground floor and you're going to head over towards the Skyliner there is this stunning, and you've probably seen a zillion pictures of it on Instagram and other places like that, but it's kind of like not a tunnel, but like a breezeway or like a walkthrough kind of situation, and they have these stunning murals that go up one wall. It kind of curves around across the ceiling and down the other side. One is, I believe, Peter Pan, and the other one, my favorite, is a tangled view, so it's got the floating lanterns. It is just so pretty, so So my suggestion would be after your meal, walk down to the Skyliner, go through that breezeway, check out the artwork. It is absolutely beautiful. And then the last part of our review is the question, would I eat there again? If you made it this far in the episode, no surprise, 10 out of 10, 100%, absolutely yes, I would and plan to eat at Topolinos again. It's a hard reservation to get, so you either have to book it right at your 60-day window or set up those dining alerts on Unlocked Magic or Mouse Dining or whichever one you use and keep an eye on it. And remember that now that there is that two-hour cancellation policy, you may be able to get a reservation the day before, the day of, maybe even two hours before. So when you're flexible with your plans, you may be able to get in a little bit more than you initially anticipated. So keep that in mind. That is actually how I got my most recent Topolino's Dining Experience was literally the morning of a dining alert came through and it was like two and a half hours before the reservation time. So somebody must be like, oh shit, I need to cancel before two hours. So I hopped in and snagged it. So take it from me, if your timing and your planning is flexible or at least a little bit flexible, fingers crossed, you can get into Topolino's. And I think that's it. I think that's the scoop on Topolino's Terrace, Flavors of the Riviera, Breakfast a la Art with Mickey and Friends. As I mentioned, we will have a separate dining review for dinner at Topolino's just so that we can talk a little bit more in detail about the actual dinner dining experience versus the character breakfast because they do have quite a bit of a difference in vibe. If you have any questions about Topolino's Terrace, dining at Disney, making reservations, setting up dining alerts, feel free as always to send me a DM on Instagram at living the Life always happy to talk all things planning and disney world and i hope you enjoyed this dining review we have lots more to come in terms of dining reviews resort reviews we have gotten a lot of requests for more of those so make sure you're following us on instagram at living the KG life and you've subscribed to the podcast or follow the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platforms we have new episodes out every monday so stick around it's gonna be great